Welcome to the She Shines podcast with your hosts, brand photographer and serial entrepreneur, Anna Laura, and super proud career woman with a passion for entrepreneurship, Alex. Tune in for some connection, community, and girl talk. Plus, join their conversations with other entrepreneurs and professionals who've been there, built that, and are paying it forward. They'll take your burning questions and turn them into actionable steps with a glass of champagne in hand. Here we go. today's episode, we're diving in deep with Mackenzie Phillips. She's not only sharing her time management tips between working as both a lawyer and a personal trainer, but also how she unapologetically embraces her many passions. There's so much gold in this episode, ladies. We can't wait for you to hear it. So let's just dive on in. This episode is brought to you by the She Shines Academy. The Academy is a digital library of masterclasses and resources created by your favorite female entrepreneurs and professionals, as well as us, the She Shines founders. In the Academy, we are all about helping you build your business or dream career with the support of your fierce crew. So you can learn how to define your target market, build a solid financial foundation for your life and business, plan and run a successful event, rock your next speaking gig, and so much more. With three different levels of membership, from one-on-one business masterminds to group coaching, we know you'll find your place at the Academy. Head on over to shexshines.com slash academy to learn more. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the She Shines podcast. We are so excited to have a special guest with us here today, and you probably have read her amazing crown diary. We are here with Mackenzie. Welcome, Mackenzie. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. Oh, we are too. So if y'all haven't already checked out her crown diary, Mackenzie is a master of so many things. She not only is a Spartan SGX coach, she is a NASA certified personal trainer, Russian kettlebell certified instructor, and the owner of May 40 Fitness. And with May 40, she coaches individuals and groups in Chicago. She she coaches them online, on the Spartan Field, and all around the world at Destination Fitness Retreats. And most recently, she hosted the Wonder Woman Retreat in New Buffalo, Michigan in June 2019. And uh, she also hosted a series of boot camp classes in Martha's Vineyard in 2019 as well. You just have so many things. In addition to all this, as if that wasn't enough. Right. Also, <laughs> she's also an attorney. Um, so we are so excited to chat with you about being multi-passionate. Um, we can, Alex and I can definitely relate, as can our entire community of multi-passionate women. So Mackenzie, we're excited that you're here and excited to dive in. Yes, I'm so excited to dive in as well. Let's get started. Let's do it. Let's do it. So Mackenzie, if you could (laughs) tell us where you're from, well, and a little bit more maybe about your current jobs. Yes, of course. Um, I am from the south side of Chicago originally. I grew up in, in, um, in, if people know Chicago, um, in South Shore, and then I moved to Hyde Park, um, where the, the University of Chicago is. And I grew up there, 
and um, I pretty much stayed in Chicago, uh, except for, just, you know, going to college and law school and um, spending some time abroad, you know, here and there, but I've pretty much been in Chicago. Um, you know, right now, I, um, I run my health and wellness uh, coaching business, May 40 Fitness, and then also I do, I'm the managing Chicago partner for a firm that runs out of Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and I also work with, with another, uh, another company serving mainly public companies with their uh, governance and public securities work. So that's kind of a combination of things that I've got going at any given time. But not everything's going at the same time, fortunately, but sometimes it is. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. We are, like Annalore said, no stranger to trying to juggle all the balls and figure out like what you're doing that day, where you're going to be and exactly what your schedule is. So tell us a little bit about your inspiration to become a lawyer. Is this something you always wanted to do? Like, how did you decide that you were going to pursue this career in law? You know, it's actually funny, you know, I, I really actually wanted to be a doctor um, because my father was a doctor. But I quickly learned after taking and knowing I had to take things like organic, organic chemistry in college, I just, <laughs> it just wasn't for me. You know, I was the kind of gal who took physics of musical sound because I was a musician. And so <laughs> I had to take the arts and crafts versions of science. Um, so once I kind of quickly learned that and I had some experiences along the way. So I think in, I don't know, call it third grade, I did, I, I represented Martin Luther in the Protestant, you know, the Catholic Protestant um, sort of battle at the time. And it was, there was a courtroom and I, I was very young. I actually got chicken pox that same day. And I don't know, I don't know why I'm remembering oh that. But anyway, so between that and then when I was a freshman, I did what's called a moot court competition where you um, kind of an appellate, uh, in an appellate um, kind of, framework where you're before Supreme Court justices or pretend ones. And I did that as a freshman in college. And I was just kind of wowed by the entire experience. And I think from there, I said, okay, you know, this might be my path. Um, although I was a French major. So again, another little twist. I just, I wanted to do things that I was actually really interested and passionate about um, and would do well in because, you know, as an English major or any other type of language, uh, language major, you know, you're primed it's one of the majors that you can easily, easily relative is a relative term, <laughs> then transition to law school. So I, I thought, okay, I'm going to stick with this. And then I'm actually going to enjoy what I'm doing and, and then matriculate to law school from there. You tend to kind of follow your, your passions. And like, I just, I think that's so cool when people do that. And, and not only did you follow your passion, but you really step back and considered like, what could, what could I be good at? And it sounds like you're good at a million things. Like God just gave you all the gifts, <laughs> it seems, from fitness to to law, the music, everything. It's it's amazing, truly. And I think what everybody wants to know, I know Alex and I are dying to know, is just how do you do it all? I know we got a really awesome in-depth sneak peek at your crown diary at kind of what a typical week looks like, but kind of how do you right. do that? How do you schedule? Like, we just want to know all the things. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, just like with anything, it's supremely important to be organized. And I, while I, I think I thought of myself as a I don't know, as a serious person with a creative side as a young person, because I thought that's what was safe 
and that was what that was what was secure and I knew I w I wanted nice things when I grew up and so and I didn't want to rely on other people so that was kind of what drove my path but I think as I, I just turned 43 a couple of years a couple of years ago a couple of weeks ago <laughs> and <laughs> Um, I hope not a couple of years. Ago. I was say, you look great. Oh, but, um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, Queen. Um, but um, you know, I think it's just now that I'm. I, I think I kind of pigeon my pigeonholed myself into thinking that I was this thing, right? And I think it's just now that I'm seeing myself as being. I'm more of that creative person, and I have this disciplined side, right? And, and so, um, so, so again, so like just having that organization. So I do have that layer of me, you know, I went to military summer camp for eight summers and I wanted to go, like I asked my parents, Hey, can you send me to this camp? You know, it's all about leadership and I can do fun things and learn and, you know, kind of show myself. Right. Um, and so I think it's just, it's really, it's re being, and I, I loved how you kind of started out with just, the idea of being multi-passionate, right? Because I think with anything that we that we do, you have to have that that passion, that drive to to help you keep going, right? So a lot of these things and resilience. So I think there are a couple of different things. So I think it's resilience, of course, being agile, and then I think being authentic, being like really being authentic with whatever you're doing, and that kind of helps you if you're if. if the things that you're doing don't meet or, or rather don't sort of aren't aligned with your what you think that your life purpose is, then those other things are not going to sort of fall in place. Now, it's going to be hard, right? It's not like magically everything just becomes very easy and, you know, you just flow through from one thing to, to another. We started, I think, even before our, uh, the podcast started. We talked about, you know, you're not really working unless you have to put out a fire, right? So, you know, fires, fi there's things on fire all the time, right? And they're coming from different places. But I think just being able to pivot, being agile, and, and just, you know, if you're, if you're and not, not to be um, overly touchy-feely, but really, if you, if you feel like you are getting close to or walking in your purpose, right? And it's taken me, you know, I'm, I'm an old gal now, so it's taken me years but I, I kind of looking back it's it's been interesting just thinking about I did make these micro decisions along the way okay I'm I'm not going to stay in the should I'm going to step outside of sort of what the should is and then um and then that that's kind of taken me sort of step by step by step to where where we are today I guess where I am today now I know that's not completely responsive to your initial question <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's I, so helpful <laughs> but yeah but I'm like actually kind of going back to that. But yeah, I, I think staying organized, I think um, working with individuals who, uh, you know, the firm Townsend and Lockett that I work with, they are supreme, like very, very supportive of, um, of the things that, I, that I'm working on because they are also, it's actually a bunch of guys. <laughs> I'm the only gal. And so, but we all have other things that are, you know, sort of going outside of that legal framework um whether it be political or, or or you know having a business um so being entrepreneurs um so it, that is really really helpful of having that really having that team that community um whether it's your coworkers or your family or you know any number of those any if number of those different individuals um that can help support you because it's hard right it's it's not it's not easy 
Yeah. I mean, you touched on so many amazing <laughs> things. I was like furiously writing Sorry. notes down. Um, but I think one or a few things that are so important throughout, especially a woman who is a career woman like yourself and multi-passionate and wants to do all these things, remaining patient like yourself, you know, you said it, it took you a few years, but you figured it out and it's really leaning into where you feel like you're being called and, and listening right. to that, but being able to make those micro decisions, like you said, and pivot when necessary to do the things that are aligned with what you want to do. And it was so beautifully said, and we talk so much with our community members when, when they're feeling that friction and things are feeling so hard and not that life is, is not hard, obviously it's life, right? But, but right. we always say, take a step back. Is this in alignment with who you are and what you want to do? And where can you make that? Like, I love that term that you said, that micro decision or make that pivot to make sure you actually are in alignment alignment with what you've set out to do and and you've obviously done it so beautifully and continue to to put out the little fires <laughs> right 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 I mean and I think the other the other thing that I think we haven't touched on yet is um so yes being uber organized and uh, and all of that but I think also putting your self-care first and I and I would include sort of what like what you do right which because what we do often becomes what our identity is, right? So if what we do is not aligned with, with that, and, and then also we're not taking care of ourselves, whether that's physically or emotionally or whatever the case is, we can't do anything, right? So mm -hmm. health, that, that healthiness, that wellness um, that we all talk about is just should, should be at the top of, this, of the scale, <laughs> um, no matter what. Um, and so, you know, I think it's, if I take, what, what do they say when you're on a plane? You know, you put on the mask first before you can help or assist anyone else. Yes. So I'm always trying to put my mask, reminding myself, put that mask on first so that I can, you know, I can, and, and prioritizing, right? So throughout the day, something may come up in, in one area of my life that may take priority over another. You know, we, as women, especially, we talk about, you know, can we do it all? I think... Yes, but not all at the same time, you know, <laughs> we have to make, make a couple decisions, prioritize things, you know, triage and move on. Um, I think if you try and do everything at the same time, you're going to be disappointed. You're going to burn out. Your hair is going to fall out. <laughs> um, you're going to be sick. And the thing is, I know it because I, I've, I've witnessed it with friends and family who have been through those things. And so it's just not worth it, right? So, so in terms of, you know, whether you also have a business or you're just, you just have a career or if it's both or if you're just a mom or, you, you know, whatever the case is, you have to prioritize. You have to be organized and, I, and, and ultimately putting, you know, putting your self-care first so that you can, you can do all the things that you need to do. As a, a fellow creative myself, you touched on it a little earlier on too about, you know, being like strengthening your weaknesses more or less. I know as, as a creative person, being organized isn't necessarily something when I started my business that I was good at, <laughs> but, but learning to be disciplined and become more uh, systemized about things like has really helped you know, propel my business forward and, and also help free up some creativity in, in my spare time. 
And I, I just really love that you touched on that about, you know, whether, whether no matter what you're doing as a career woman or an entrepreneur or a mom, like prioritizing is key and oftentimes prioritizing yourself and your self-care is, is the most important thing. So thank you for touching on that. I think that's a yeah. message that needs to be just screamed from the mountaintops. <laughs> So, you know, in, in regards to, um, you know, overcoming, uh, excuse me, overcoming weaknesses, what is the, the, some of the biggest lessons or hurdles or obstacles that you've had to overcome in your professional life or your personal life? You know, a lot of times I was trying to place myself in work dynamics that were not meant, that were, weren't a good fit for me. Right. I thought that they would bring me, you know, great fortune and fame. And, you know, I, I had the pedigree, you know, I'm, you know, I went to an Ivy league undergrad. I went to a top 10 law school. Um, and I think just that, that desire for, for recognition in that way was sometimes something that was the driver for me, but I think that wasn't completely being authentic to who I really was. And I think um, whether it was, and, and again, those decisions that I made along the way for what types of work I would do, um, the types of teams I would work with, right? So like, you know, we spend most of our time with the people we work with or like with yourself if you're an entrepreneur, right? So you need to like yourself. You need to like the people you work with. So really being thoughtful um, about, um, about whether where you, the place that you're working, the place where you're putting a lot, most of your time, you're, you're during a 24 hour day, right. Um, is, is a place that's, that's really, um, that really works for you. And if it does, and if it doesn't finding other ways to feed yourself so that you don't burn out so that you don't, um, just end up completely sort of because a lot of times when that happens, then you don't do well in that in that role, and then that creates this dynamic for later that you know where you can't really <laughs> make you know you can't make um, I think informed decisions well about what your next role is going to be, or you get kind of you know um, you don't get you don't get the opportunity as many opportunities as you think you might you might deserve because you're operating from a place of inauthenticity or like a place of scarcity, right? So we're um, where you're not, yeah, where you're just not choosing from a, from a place of where, where you really need to be, um, where you need really need to be fed. Um, so I think, yeah, authenticity for sure. I talked about resilience a little bit and agility, just being able to pivot when you need to, um, being resilient, obviously. I mean, there's a lot of discussion about resiliency, um, in, um, a lot of work that, you know, these days, but I think it's just, it can't, it can't be stressed more. And I think overall, just immersing yourself in, if it's not in your current career or, um, or in your business, I mean, it, it should be in your business, right? If you're in doing something that you don't love, maybe you don't, <laughs> if you're running a business you don't love, maybe that's not the best place for you to be, but immersing yourself in things that really serve your life purpose or whatever you're calling and not, not to be, you know, heebie-jeebie about whatever callings or whatever, anything like that, but just really kind of where, where you feel led to, to take your next step um, for work and, and how you choose to spend, you know, again, like many hours of your, of your days to, for, for your own livelihood, to have impact on this world. So. Yeah, that's so great, Mackenzie. And I can totally relate as someone who, when I moved to Philadelphia eight years ago and was growing my career as a speech pathologist, I was very much 
in the same place. I was driven by just wanting to work at a specific type of place and see like I was envisioning where I was going to be before I actually was there, you know, and, and that is a good thing. But when I found myself in those situations, it actually turned out to be a career setting that was not the right fit. And I think as you, especially as a career woman, as you're going on interviews and going to different jobs, you, you learn what is driving you. Like you said, like, is it recognition? Is it the people that you work with? Because you need to like the people you work with, you know, is it, is it where your office is located? There's so many things that tie into this career journey. And, and the big lesson that you learn is, you know, like, is this a place that I can actually thrive? Is it somewhere where I, I want to work? Is it, is it somewhere that's true and authentic to me? And oftentimes I think as women, we, think we're supposed to find that right away <laughs> and it's supposed to be our right. first position or our first job and sorry ladies sometimes it's not <laughs> you most have to, of the time most of the time it's not unless you got unless you pulled a lucky straw you know and it happens but don't get discouraged obviously like Mackenzie talked about it it took years and it, it's fine it, I love that you said that that lesson of, of figuring out you know the, the right place to, to do your job, to sum it up, right? right. And, and it doesn't always come right away. You, you definitely got to get in the trenches and get dirty and figure out, you know, is, is this the place for me or I need to make that micro decision, pivot and, and keep it moving. Oh, totally. And I think, you know, there's a, a quote I like, I just absolutely love. It's by Miles Davis. And it, and it says, you know, man, it takes a long, or woman, Ladies, it takes a long time to sound like yourself, right? <laughs> like we know he was in, so it just it takes it takes time, right? Mm -hmm. And you're gonna tune, you're gonna tweak, you're going to make a decision, and it might be the wrong one, it might be the <laughs> right one, and you just have to be again just agile, ready to and and eyes open, ears open, <laughs> heart open, so that you can um, you can quickly course correct right if mm -hmm. something kind of went a different direction than you thought it might uh, or that it should have oh my goodness I, lo I love it I love it I love it so much so as this high-powered attorney who is just kicking butt every day and then kicking her clients butts after work as a trainer as you're running May 40 Fitness here are you doing everything by yourself or have you hired anyone like how how are you running the, the operation of, of this business? So right now it is, I am a solopreneur. However, I did engage, um, a bit, I do have a business advisor who acts as my partner, not my business partner necessarily, but someone who I can, I meet with several hours a month and we go through and plan and, and she stays on my behind for, you know, we always talk about working in the business versus working on the business, right? So, so getting me like, because I, I want to do everything as you can see, right? So she says, Mackenzie, okay, that sounds great. You're trying to do all these different things, but we need to pivot. What is your, you know, what's your recurring revenue? What are, like, have we, have we planned for a second quarter? You know, that's current, that's currently what I'm supposed to be working on. So just, and, you know, and just having the first, you know, six months, you know, laid out at, you know, in January. So you can make your, your, your goals for the end of the year. So that, so I've been working with her. Um, it's been really a fantastic relationship because for right now I am working alone, but 
probably within the next year or maybe less. I think she says about 18 months <laughs> because she actually ran, she's run successful businesses in the same space. And so she's been through a lot of the same things. Um, the, the company is industry agnostic, but you know, it helps, it helps if somebody has been in your same industry. So, um, so I work with her right now. Um, and again, so we're, I am looking to, hire um, someone to help with some like scheduling and, and things like that. And then I, I do use a bunch of um, various video and uh, photo um, editing tools, a bunch. <laughs> so, and I, I kind of, I, I change based on kind of what's going on. Now I'm, I'm, I love the GoPro quick, um, it's a quick kind of editing tool so I can, because I have to create a good amount of content. And so that's been really nice. And then I finally, finally, because I hadn't picked one yet, found a decently priced uh, scheduling social media tool. Now that does require me to sit down and actually, or schedule time to create content so that I can, I can have it all scheduled. So when I was out of, you know, out of the country in Ghana, I didn't have to worry about, oh, you know, did I figure out what my post is, right? the thing it just goes automatically right so just but I think even if I, I wasn't out of town right just you want to then it, it just take it frees up your day frees up your mind because you have to have that open space during the day um, either if you block it out during your week or just kind of generally so that you have that creative space um, to help fuel your business for 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 the future. I'm so glad you, you touched on that as well regarding scheduling and organization and finding the time to do all these things that you know is helping your business and it's helping you reach your business goals. But oftentimes it's a struggle even just finding the time in your week to do that, that task. So I, I think it's really amazing that you were able to recognize that and then find something to support that and kind of, you know, alleviate it. And this case is a form of a scheduling app. You know, how do you kind of carve out time to plan the content or just plan out your whole week in general? What does that look like? Wednesdays and Sundays are my no uh, May 40 fitness days. Mm -hmm. So technically, those are my days off. Wednesdays are typically kind of like my slush days so I can catch up on personal things or you know I can take time to to record content yeah that is so great and this scheduling I mean whether it's for your content or like you said your between your professional life and your business with May 40 it's so important to know on what days you're doing what and Anna Laura and I are the same you know we have designated days throughout the week where we know it's going to be a she shines day and it also helps with the significant others for her husband and my fiance right. so they know what's going on. It's so important. I think like you said, to get that schedule down, but also being flexible and not judging yourself. If you need right. to take a rest day or, you know, there's a pressing client that you need to do work for, you know, whether that is for law or maybe it's a fitness client, you know, so really being able to adjust, which I love that you said that. It does become a little bit overwhelming sometimes because then you might have to, again, like we talked about earlier, I might have to prioritize something else. Something might come up, you know, my mom, I, my mom was in surgery last, you know, last Friday. So I had to kind of, my focus was on her, right? But then I, you know, I was like, okay, I've planned these posts. And then I always think, what's the bare minimum I have to do <laughs> to, like, to still remain viable? Like people know I'm still here and emails are coming out and 
and also, and then going back to that concept of, of community, right? So I'm like, okay, mom, you know, don't die. You know, I, I have to, <laughs> but just being able to kind of <laughs> shift and turn when you need to, um, so that you can get all of, all of the things, right? All of the things done. Yeah. That's so great. I love how you said, I mean, you said bare minimum, but really what that is, is just consistency, right? It's like, exactly. you know, I've got a ton of things going on, but like, I know I have this business to run and I have a job that needs to be done. So let me remain consistent. And like, what can I do that's not going to mm-hmm. overwhelm me or stress me out, but is still going to allow me to remain a presence within my business and my job. Mm-hmm. Right. I think there's a, and it was another final, hopefully I get this right. I used to say it to my clients all the time or just people, other people who have kind of come to me and said, Oh, you know, how did you, how do you do all of this? Right. And I think, I I think the quote goes something like, I think General Patton said this, but don't, don't, uh, don't quote me on it. (laughs) A good, a good plan executed today is better than a perfect plan executed tomorrow or next week. Right. So Hmm. getting, so that or that 80 20 rule getting it 80 percent right you know you can always go back and edit the whole done is better than perfect concept or progress over perfection like basically stop let go of that perfectionism and just do it yeah (laughs) i think that's really great advice and very sound advice for so many women in our community who you know are scared or fearful of looking imperfect on social or in their business or whatever it is, you know, sometimes it's best to just put something out there, get that momentum and then refine as you go along. So great advice. So we'd love to know what other advice do you have for multi-passionate women who are working a full-time job and growing a business or, or any, you know, form of the above, maybe it's just a hobby and they have a career, they are a mom and growing a side business. We'd love to know your advice for them. Yeah, I think uh, just, you know, be smart, Um, be smart about kind of the combination of things that you're, that you're doing. Um, We kind of touched on it earlier. um, And I've been um, definitely guilty of doing too many things. Um, So I think just, you know, really try and be thoughtful about, of course, um, try and figure out how to incorporate, if it's not your full time, right, try and figure out how to incorporate that thing that brings you that passion, that brings you that joy into your life. And little by little, if it is something that you want to make your livelihood, right, figure out how to um, incrementally make it more, you know, a bigger piece of the pie, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I think you do have to take risks. So being smart, um, like not giving away the farm, right? Be smart and have a plan. Mm -hmm. Uh, But also, it's like there's always an asterisk, right? (laughs) But, But being flexible, right? Because if a great opportunity comes along, we only have one life. Take it. Take it. If you can, mm-hmm. if it's not going to hurt, if you, it's not going to impact your family, um, whether you're, you know, your family in a, in a negative way and you can be supported while you do it, you know, take it. Right. So, but as long as you have a, I think a, um, a safety net for yourself, if you are balancing, balancing a career and having a business at the same time, just making sure that you are being excellent you know, or excellence is, is top priority so that there aren't any questions about, about your, your loyalty to the company, about your work product, 
so that you can do the things that you really want to do. It's taken me a long time to know that freedom is a top priority for me, but I can't do that, right, if my work sucks and (laughs) um, if I'm not paying attention and because I'm just, you know, kind of all over the place. And sometimes I've I've made, you know, I've had too much on my plate, right? And things just, they, some things started to suffer, which, which shouldn't have, right? So I think just being, being very mindful of that. So, so I think just being able to be brave, take risks. I don't know. I think, I think those are the, I think those are the, the main things just in terms of kind of making it a, a safer, a safer place or safer place in your heart for making those decisions. And then, and then obviously, um, you know, try and make some money, girls. You know? yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, perfect way to end that advice. Like, be smart, have a plan, be flexible and make some money. Yes. Because <laughs> you know what? Like, when we have, when you, and you know, yes, more money, more problems, but also, you know, that, that, that money gives you freedom, that mm-hmm. freedom gives you options, and you, mm-hmm. you're able to better organize your life, whatever that means. If you want to live off a boat, if you want to, you know, just live in the, in the middle of, Philadelphia, you know, like wherever, whatever you want to do, um, mm-hmm. that just helps. And whatever that amount is for you, like it's different for different people, right? But just, that just helps to give you, to give you some options. And, you know, and we're, that's where, you know, we're, we live in a capitalist society. Let's, let's rock it. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, there's something for all. There is something there, for so- all. So this last round, we like to play a little rapid fire. So here's, here's the scene. We'd like to play this with our guests. Um, So you are having cocktail or coffee or cocktails, I guess you're in line, you're about to order You're next in line. And the person behind you is like, Oh my gosh, it's Mackenzie Phillips. I've been dying to ask you three questions and they start firing away. So in 30 seconds or less, Okay. How, what is your favorite way to connect with new people? Instagram for sure. I love it. How can I create community in my life or business? Oh man. How can I create community in my life or business? I think it starts with you and figuring out what drives you and what drives, what what drives you to what your, what you feel like your life purpose is. And then from there, um, starting with, you can start with your family, right? It doesn't have to be this, I think we get overwhelmed with thinking it has to be this grand thing, right? So start with your local, start with a, start, act, with a, act, act, act local, think, think global, act local, right? So, so start with your smaller community first, and then, and branch out from there. Um, but just figuring out how to, like, how to, like, take those leadership opportunities and just ex- execute them in your local community first. Ooh, these are so good. So last one, how do you get your fill of girl talk? Um, usually brunch with my girlfriends over the weekend. We just had one last, this last Sunday and it yes. was probably three or four hours with mimosas and, you know, different types of <laughs> good food and, and laughter and, and all of that. Oh, brunch is my love language. I love that. <laughs> yes. Those were so great, Mackenzie. I hope we get to brunch with you someday. And (laughs) before we uh, finish this episode for today, tell our lovely listeners where they can catch up with you. They can catch up with me for sure uh, at www.mave40.com. That'll take you to my website. I'm on Instagram. um, It's Mave40 Fitness and Facebook. 
one thing that is super I'm super excited about is our second annual Wander Woman uh, well, Women's Wellness Retreat, which will again be in New Buffalo. That's June 5th through the 7th. If you're, I have people coming from New York. If it doesn't matter, you don't have to be from Chicago. Um, we make it really easy, and people can pair you with a roommate. Um, it's a fantastic short, short weekend where you can come and commune with your fellow ladies, get some fitness in, get some fellowship in, and get restored and rejuvenated. So, uh, I hope to see some of you guys there. That Thank you. Fabulous. We are going to link all of that for you guys in the show notes. So you can go follow Mackenzie, catch up with her, learn more about her retreat. We hope you loved this episode. We touched on so many amazing themes of resiliency, agility, and authenticity. So make sure you drop us a comment, let us know what you think, and we will catch you on the next episode of the She Shines podcast. Thank you so much for joining us on the She Shines podcast. Before you go, be sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode. Plus, we would love to hear what you enjoyed most. So share a takeaway and be sure to tag us at SheXShines. And lastly, please take a sec to leave a thoughtful review or pass this episode on to someone you feel could use it. Until next time, keep shining. Cheers, girlfriend.